Friday, September 20th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 729 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hintow back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, of course, have our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Geralmo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, as you know, the human suplex machine, John Gross, is not here tonight. Um as, the, as that is the case, of course, every Friday night. So I'll be bringing you, of course, your wrestling history and birthdays here for today. And before we get underway with the rest of our itinerary for tonight, let's welcome JD on what should be um, a hugely explosive and widely dynamic episode 729 of Revolution. Good to be here. Thank you very much, JD. Our live video feed tonight comes to us from our group dedicated to, of course, the the phenomenon that is now known as All Elite Wrestling, of course, AEW. That is, of course, AEWS Wrestling's Elite Generation. And I do see two folks have made it have already uh, have already uh, popped on our live video feed here tonight for Revolution episode 729. If you care to join them here this evening, I'll mention who they are here in just one second. Please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash AEWS Elite Generation. I do see our own Danny from Moat Park has joined us from there. He's even has been kind enough to share our live video feed here tonight, which is very, 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 very uh, nice and neighborly of him. I have to give him that. We thank you very much, Sharon D. And also, Mr. George Talau. Hopefully I pronounced that name correctly. Um, if I have, okay. If not, I apologize. But we do welcome you, sir, as well for a live video feed from episode 729 of Revolution here tonight. And please feel free to join and chop, chime in on anything and everything we had to talk about here this evening. And also, if you want to join us through TalkShoot.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055, pound the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, which will include, in addition to our news, abuse, and history, and base, uh, not really a whole bunch to talk about tonight, but 
Hopefully, of course, we'll get, we'll get to hear from us, as, as we said, Danny from Moat Park, Friday Night Delight. Hopefully, we also will get to hear from our own Black Widow herself, MLD, Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, about their takes about what has happened here in Russia over the last couple, over the last few days, last couple of weeks. Uh, we hope to get their take, get their thoughts and opinions on a lot of things. Uh, plus, also some fun wrestling extras here, of course, here as well. So be sure, of course, to uh, listen in here as we, of course, get ready to start, as you get ready to just chime right along here, ladies and gentlemen. And that's, uh, speaking of which, let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling here by starting off episode 729 of Revolution with our wrestling news and views here segment. And here to bring it to us from King Ice is the Iceman himself, J.D. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, hold your horses. Wait a minute, J.D. Sorry about that for a second. I do believe... I do believe we have someone popping up here now. Um, uh, and I believe, if I'm not too much mistaken, is someone I actually just mentioned here a moment ago. And that is, of course, like I said, one-third of the AAA U.S. World Trios champions, along with MLD and the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach. He's also one half of the OWN U.S. World Tag Team Champions, along with, Jade, along with the Iceman here. He's... <clears throat> He's also, of course, we also now know him as a Friday Night Delight. Of course, coming from the sunny, sunny golden state of California, ladies and gentlemen, out there on the big west coast out there where the where the sun is bright and the babes are brighter. Whoa, I like that. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, here, here he is, the one and the only. Danny from Oak Park. Good evening, guys. How you guys doing tonight? Fantastic. Super. Super nice. Happy, happy Friday. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed, there, Danny. We're just riding them right, right. I start our new, our big, our, our news thing here with JD, and I'll be bringing you some history. So just sit back and relax and listen mm-hmm. in a little bit while we get to yep, the way, yeah. JD. And JD, please go ahead and see. Let's see what's going on here. Yeah. Interesting news. Um, JD, please. Go ahead and mute uh, me for a minute then. Okay, okay. I'll do I will do I will do just that and I'll bring it back on for our history here in just a moment. I like we're definitely here the history. So so nice. we'll stand by. Okay. 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 JD, well look, it looks like Phil Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler's issues have not been resolved yet. Goldberg posted a video to his Instagram page of himself and Ziggler having to be restrained when they ran into each other recently at NDMO Italian Steakhouse in Las Vegas, noting that UFC fighter Eric Andrews with a YK had to pull them apart from each other. Meanwhile, Braun Strowman was the target of Keith Overman's ESPN's Keith Overman for appearing on MLB on Fox last night, which brought a response from the WWE star. Strowman's father is softball legend Rick Shear with two R's, and he talked with Joe Davis and John Smoltz about his dad baseball in the interview. Overman was not impressed and shared a pic of Strowman saying, You guys are kidding, right? In response, Strowman brushed it off and replied, Yeah, I know it's unreal. How good I looked on the show today, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, a second suspect has been charged in the vandalism of the Crusher statue. As previously reported, however, James C. Dudgeon, however, 18, has been arrested and charged with criminal damage to the statue for the late Reggie DeCrusher Lazowski in Milwaukee. 
In a new update, the Journal Sentinel in Milwaukee reports that a second man has now been arrested in connection to the crime. Douglas Macklin, 21, of Pembine, Wisconsin, was charged tower earlier this week with criminal damage to property. If convicted, he could face a $10,000 fine and up to three-quarters of a year in prison, according to a criminal complaint found in Milwaukee County Circuit Court. A warrant has been issued for Macklin's arrest, however. Meanwhile, in other news, however, mind you, however, congratulations definitely goes out to Tori Wilson, however, who, believe it or not, however, recently got married, however, over the last day or so, however. Tori tweeted out the following, however, mind you, however, about the thing, however, and I just saw it, so give me a second about this whole thing. I just saw it, however. Uh, where is it? I just saw it a second ago here. Hold on. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh. Uh, okay, here it is. Yes, Tori Wilson, I found it. And congrats, of course, she got married yesterday, of course, to Revolution G-O-Glog founder, G-O-L-G founder, and CEO Justin Tupper. Tori posted to Instagram that she got married, however. This is her second marriage after being married to Billy Kidman five years five years from 2003 to 2008. A host of stars commented on the post including the following. Caleb Bryson said, oh, congrats, you look beautiful. Sasha Banks said, you look beautiful, congratulations, however. Payne said, congrats. Dana Brooks said, you look so happy and so beautiful. Congrats on this beautiful day. And for Stacy, her best friend, she said, I'm so happy for you, girl. You deserve all the happiness in the world. I love you, and I'm so excited for the best chapter of your life to begin. Congrats, you guys. In a funny story, however, that is actually legit, however, there has been talk, however, that the Maria Canellis, however, Mike Bennett storyline might be up a little bit more, however. According to reports, however, there has been talk that WWE plans on bringing Maury Povich, the talk show legendary guru, however, involved, however, into the storyline. No word when and where he will show up, but of course we will let you know about this. Meanwhile, however, Variety has reported that Netflix has renewed their hit series Glow for a final season. Series creators and executive producers and showrunners Liz F. and Carly Mensch will return for the final season, along with executive producers Mark Burley, Genji Cohan, however, and Tara Herman. Also returning are stars Allison Brie, Betty Gallipin, Mark Marone, Seidel Noel, Kate Nash, Brittany Young, Kia Stevens, best known as Awesome Kong, Gail Rankin, however, Chris Lowell, Ellen Wong, Britt Barron, Kimmy Gatewood, and others. The third season premiered on the service back in August as the Glow roster moved to Las Vegas for their own nightly show. Gina Davis was among the new cast members, and Glow has been nominated for 15 Emmy Awards and has won three. Speaking of the Emmys, the Emmys are this Sunday. It recently won the Emmy for Stunt Coordination in a comedy or variety show at the Creative Arts Emmys last weekend. Gillipin is up for Best Actress at this Sunday's Emmy show. And finally, however, believe it or not, in a funny incident, however, earlier today in the Philippines, EC3 won and lost the 24-7 title, however, believe it or not, however, in a rare occurrence, however. Of course, we will keep you up to date if we hear anything else, however. Good. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is King's your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Superglue and Duct Tape cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Ladies and gentlemen, as you did here just a few moments ago, we did have Danny from Oak Park join us. We bring him, we'll be bringing him back in here in just a couple of minutes. And also alongside Danny uh, coming in as well is, our, of course, a 2017 WWUS Hall of Famer, also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. <clears throat> uh, also, of course, uh, he is our a, a contributor to, to WWUS Raw Radio. 
And he's also, of course, you think of his other nickname here, you got to think about it, that 60 sitcom, uh, Happy Days, uh, where the central characters went a little something just like this. He went and. And ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie is now joining us here for episode 729 here of Revolution. Uh, uh, we have Danny back on here with us here as well. Uh, Danny and Fonzie, we welcome you gentlemen back on here with us. Uh, Yo, what's up, Fonzie? Hi, Danny. Oh, Fonzie, you sound kind of down there right now. No, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah. I, I'm feeling pretty good tonight. You know, it's it's been all good today. But man, I am straight up in zombie mode right now, man. I had a very late night. Unfortunately, like not unfortunately, I just had to wait for. Um, I was waiting for uh, my money to get on my card, and then I had to pay my my rent, and then I get I didn't get to bed till like one in the morning, and then I had to wake up at a quarter to six. And then work. And I'm running on straight up fumes, yo. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, just to let you know, um, I'm here. I'm here for a minute, but um, I'm not going to be on too, too long today. You know, because uh, I still got to eat dinner and I got to get ready for work and stuff. And like I said, man, I am in just zombie mode right now, man. It's been a hell of a day, but a good day, you know. And a hell of a week for pro wrestling, man. So uh, I'll get to that when the getting's good. But uh, you know, I'm glad to be here tonight with you guys. Um, WCW US uh, Revolution, Matt tearing it up, man, on a Friday night, Matt, and uh, we're coming up, you know, on a, a lot of uh, great wrestling here in the next month. Yeah, but more to that later. But you know. I just had to say that piece right there. Yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Indeed. We thank you very much. And by the way, Danny, we want to, uh, we want to, of course, uh, extend once again, our appreciation for sharing tonight's live video feed from AEWS tonight. I do great oh, a- anytime, man. You know, so. hopefully, you know, people are clicking on and, you know, everything like that. You know, it's like every, every little bit helps. Oh, absolutely. And the more the word gets out, the more the more more response we get. So there you go. And I agree. And but once again, I am very very appreciative there indeed for that uh, for for that privilege. Thank you very much, there, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do I do also see here just uh, for a brief visit here. I do see the super machine, John Gross in the uh, in the chat box there. So John, uh, uh, what hello there, sir, and welcome there. I know you'll be on for just a short bit, but. Uh, we uh, thank you for popping on here and visiting with us for just a moment. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get to the rest of history and birthdays here for today, September 20th. Some very interesting moments here indeed here, guys. And <clears throat> let's go ahead and get right here to it. Uh, 34 years ago today, which would put it, I do believe, at 1985 in Long Island, New York, Captain Lou Albano, who at the time was 52 years old, defeated 67-year-old Classy Freddie Blassie in a steel cage match. It would be Blassie's final wrestling match. I would think that would be about, that'd be about sound about right. Uh, okay, uh, 26 years ago today, 
which will put it at, let me see, yeah, 1993 in Nagoya, Japan. Shinya Hashimoto defeated the great Muda to win the IWGP heavyweight title. The win ends Muda's 400-day run as IWGP heavyweight champion. At the time, a record for New Japan Pro Wrestling, Hashimoto would break the record with a 489-day reign spanning parts of 1996 and 1997. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, 22 years ago today, which was at, uh, at 1997, ECW presented as good as it gets from the ECW arena in Philadelphia. Here are the matches that took place. The FBI, in the form of Little Guido and Tracy Smothers, defeated Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney. Just Incredible defeated Jerry Lynn. Chris Candido defeated Lance Storm. Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Spike Dudley. Shane Douglas defeated Philip LaFon to retain the ECW world title. <coughs> Excuse me. Taz defeated Pitbull number two in just 30 seconds to retain the ECW TV title. Sabu and the Sandman fought to a no contest. Bula McGillicuddy and Tommy Dreamer versus Bill Alfonso and Rob Van Dam went to a no contest when Dreamer was injured in the early moments of the match. So they changed it to a one-on-one match. Bula McGillicuddy defeated Bill Alfonso. About as known as Alfonso profusely bleeding so much so Alfonso had to be hospitalized for several days following the event. ECW owner Paul Heyman once said that Bill may have lost as much as a third of the blood in his body. That will happen when you cut into an artery. Also, of note, this was originally supposed to be a write-off for Alfonso. As the story goes, Alfonso was found out to be in cahoots with Todd Gordon about funneling ECW talent to WCW. Paul Heyman didn't have a lot of love for WCW. He sued the company, citing anti-Semitism in 1993. Heyman settled for a huge amount. When Heyman found out, Gordon got the axe. Alfonso would have joined him if not for his performance in this match. In the end, Bill stuck around until ECW shut down in early 2001. And the Gangstonators, John Cronos and New Jack, defeated the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, to win the ECW World Tag Team titles. The makeshift duo was formed with both Cronos and New Jack's partners, Perry Saturn and Mustafa Saeed, respectively, left the company. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, sorry about um, that here. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, I kind of know uh, Mustafa Saeed, man. A good dude right there. Very fucking tough in the ring, though. He pulls Ooh. no punches, man. Yeah, he uh, wrestles right here in NorCal. So I, I just want to put that out there. Good dude. Okay. He's, he's one of mine. He's actually one of mine now. You know, so I just wanted to let you guys know that. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good. Hopefully, we'll have to get with him sometime. I hope so. Yeah, so, man. Uh, hopefully, uh, he'll be at this. Uh, I'll, I'll get into a little bit of that uh, here in a minute, but uh, this uh, new local stuff coming up in uh, October. Um, hopefully, he's booked on that show. Uh, he's uh, really good friends with my uh, good friend who is the uh, boss. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you very much, sir. Hopefully, like I said, we might be able to possibly do some business. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Uh, 22 years ago today, which we put it at 1997, WWF presented one night only from the NEC Arena in Birmingham, England. 
About 11,000 were in attendance with just 20,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The reason for such a low number, the pay-per-view was only made available in the United Kingdom and Canada. In KFAB, WWF champion at the time, Bret Hart, used a clause in his contract to exclude U.S. viewers from being able to see the event. The event was eventually made available in WWF home video in the U.S., but with three matches removed, including the title match, then champion Bret Hart was gone from the company by the time the event was released to American audiences to fit the video in a two-hour window. The full show was included, of course, on a DVD release of this. Which I haven't been able to find a DVD release of this particular event. I have to look at that. Anyway, here are the Which matches that took it? place here. One night only, the one they did in England in 1997. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Okay. Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeated Dude Love. Tiger Ali Singh defeated Leaf Cassidy. Mosh and Thrasher of the Headbangers defeated Los Barriquas. Savio Vega and Miguel Perez Jr. to retain the tag team titles. The Patriot defeated Flash Funk. The Legion of Doom defeated the Godwins. Vader defeated Owen Hart. Bret Hart defeated The Undertaker by DQ to retain the WWF title. And Shawn Michaels defeated the British Bulldog to win the WWF European title. The win made Michaels the first Grand Slam champion in WWF history, winning all four available titles. I think this is at the time I think the Bulldog brought his sister, who was handicapped, to the ring here, I think. I remember reading here yeah. saying about that. Okay, so that, that was correct. Okay. Hmm, interesting. All right, also 22 years ago today, 1997, in Kawasaki, Japan, Devil Masami defeated Yoshiko Tamura to win the WCW women's title. She would be the promotion's final women's champion as the title was abandoned when the WCW-Gaia-Japan working relationship ended. Uh, 20 years ago today, 1999, on Raw's War, The Rock and Sock Connection, The Rock and Mankind defeated the Unholy Alliance, The Undertaker and Big Show, in a Dark Side Rules match to win the tag team titles. It was their second tag, team, tag title win as a team and the sixth tag title reign overall for Mankind. It was also been The Undertaker's last bout for a while. The next night, the SmackDown taping, he was written off via walkout when he refused to participate in a casket match. Undertaker took time to heal a nagging groin injury. Just days before he was set to return, Undertaker tears his pectoral muscle, delaying his return until Judgment Day in May of 2000. On the same episode, Vince McMahon vacates the WWF title just six days after defeating Triple H for the title. He also gets reinstated into the company by Stone Cold Steve Austin in exchange for Austin being the referee in the main event for Unforgiven that weekend and being the first man in line to challenge for the vacated WWF title once a champion is crowned. Uh, but why, of course, there is more, yes. Stephanie McMahon makes her in-ring debut in an intergender tag team match and wins as she and Tess defeated Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett and Deborah. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see here. 16 years ago today, we put it at 2003 in New York City. Brock Lesnar defeated The Undertaker in a steel cage match. Also, also, of course, in 2003, on a ring of honor, the event will be the last ring of honor show to be held in their original home. In an interesting note, the show almost didn't happen at all as a complaint was lodged against the promotion 
and the building about the crowd size violating fire codes. Hmm. Okay. Here are the matches that took place here. Jimmy Jacobs defeated Alex Shelley, Josh Daniels, and Roderick Strong in a four-way dance. B.J. Whitmer defeated Jimmy Rave in a Field of Honor match. Xavier defeated John Walters in a Field of Honor match. Teddy Hart defeated T.J. Wilson. Steve Carino defeated Raven. Colt Cabana defeated A.J. Styles. Chris Saban and Max Stryker in a four-corner survival match. The Backseat Boys, Johnny Cashmere and Trent Acid, defeated Special K, Durang and Hydro, Dunn and Marcos. Special K, who was Dixie and Izzy. The Briscoes, Jay and Mark. And the Carnage Crew, DeVito and Loke in a gauntlet match to win the vacant ROH tag team titles. The backseat and the backseat boys, Cashmere and Trent Acid, beat Special K and Dixie and beat Special K, who were Dixie and Izzy. There you go. Alexis Lurie defeated Hijinks. Julius Smokes was the special referee. And of course, we all know Alexis Lurie would go on to be known as Mickey James. We all know that. Terry Punt defeated CM Punt by DQ. And Samoa Joe defeated Christopher Daniels to retain an ROH. Let's see here. Uh, where is oh, wait a minute, sorry. Uh, 15 years ago today, put it at 2004, on Raw from Tucson, Arizona, future, future pressure cooker pitchman Gene Snitsky delivers a signature line that would become a part of WWE nomenclature. Oh. It wasn't my fault. JD, oh, Danny, it wasn't your fault. Finally, it wasn't your fault. Oh, I hope it wasn't my fault because that was, for lack of a better word, you have the for the new millennium cringe. Oh yeah, that that, that, seemed- that was that was cringe before the day. Oh, I I, I believe it. I, I believe uh. it too. But of course, the line stands from the incident the prior week. Week before, when Snitsky hit Kane with a chair, causing him to bump into Lita and causing a miscarriage, and Lita, of course, obviously lost her expected child. Okay, Fade. Okay, On the same episode, Christy Hemming did the 2004 Raw Diva search at $250,000. Carm- Carmella D. Cesar was the runner up. D. Cesar would be picked up by WWE. That would not stick around long afterwards. George Giovanni, Amy Weber, Maria Canellas, and Michelle McCool would also receive contracts. Oh, man, really, that, that was the same. Maria was in that same class. Wow. I mean, think about how long she's been in pro wrestling, and we got this. Yeah, we'll talk about this here in a minute, guys. Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, uh, Chad. But I just had to point that out. Oh, that's okay. That, that's I understand. No problem. Uh, but y'all might remember this here. Four, Fourteen years ago today, also 2005. Yes, at a SmackDown taping in Lubbock, Texas, Bobby Lashley made his WWE TV debut, defeating Simon Dean in less than three minutes. It was the only. It was only the second best match of that on that show. Of course, Chris Benoit successfully defended the U.S. title against Orlando Jordan again. This time, making him submit in just 50 seconds. Hmm. Uh, 13 years ago today, put it at 2006. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, WWE releases Marty Wright, who of course wrestled under the Boogeyman. 
right, who came to WWE after initially lying about his age when he tried out for the Million Dollar Tough Enough of 2004. He was 40 at the time when he claimed to be 30. Hmm. He was let go when he fell behind his rehab for his biceps injury, including missing several doctor's appointments. Wright wouldn't be unemployed long. He was rehired at the request of Booker T, then sent to his wrestling school for training. He would remain with the company until March 2009. He's made sporadic appearances for the company since 2012. Boy, has he ever. Hmm. Uh, 11 years ago today, 2008, ROH presented Glory by Honor 7 of the new Alhambra Arena, also known as the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Here are the matches that took place here at this at this at this event. There you go. I'll say it in a minute as soon as I can get my tongue done. Jerry Lynn defeated Kenny King. Adam Pierce defeated Brent Albright via submission to win the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Joe Go Shiozaki defeated Kevin Steen, of course, Kevin Owens. He retained the FIP World Heavyweight title. Brian Danielson, of course, we know Daniel Bryan, defeated Katsuhiko Nakajima by submission to retain the GHC Junior Heavyweight title. Eric Stevens defeated Rhett Titus. Kinzuki Sasaki defeated Claudio Castagnoli, who, of course, we know now as Cesaro. Austin Aries and the Briscoe Brothers. Jay and Mark defeated the Age of the Fall, who was Jimmy Jacobs, Tyler Black, and Delirious. Of we know Tyler Black is Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I had I, uh, I was just going past the washing machine. I'm sorry. Uh, do please continue. Okay. And Necro Butcher in a steel cage warfare match. Well, for a minute there, I thought a train also went right by. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, the way that sounded, it sounded like a train to me, sorry. Uh, Ten years uh, ago today, put it at 2009, TNA presented No Surrender from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. And a side note, Ed Ferrara, D'Lo Brown, and Pat Kinney all returned to the company in backstage roles. Here are the matches that took place here. Sarita and Taylor Wilde defeated the Beautiful People, Mass and Rain and Velvet Sky to win the TNA Knockouts Tag Team titles. Hernandez defeated Eric Young in just 48 seconds. Samoa Joe defeated Daniels to retain the X Division belt. D'Angelo De Niro defeated Suicide in a False Count Anywhere match. ODB defeated Cody Diener to win the Knockouts title. Kevin Nash defeated Abyss to retain the TNA Legends title and collect a $50,000 bounty. Beer Money, Inc., James Storm and Robert Roode, and Team 3D, Brother Devon and Brother Ray, defeated Booker T., Scott Steiner, and the British Invasion, who was Bruce Magnus and Doug Williams, in a lethal lockdown match. Bobby Lashley defeated Rhino, and AJ Styles defeated Kurt Angle, Hernandez, Matt Morgan, and Sting in a five-way match to win the TNA World Heavyweight title. Uh, let's see here. Eight years ago today, would see, 2011, Matt Hardy is arrested by the Moore County, North Carolina Sheriff's Office after a search warrant executed on his house found that he was in possession of antibiotic steroids and e e ecstasy. Oh, crap. I hope that I pronounced that right. Hardy was ch charged with possession of controlled substances with intent to sell or deliver said substance, maintain a place to keep the substances and possession of drug paraphernalia. Hardy, who wasn't at home at the time of, of the raid on the house, turned himself in. It's Hardy's second arrest in as many weeks as third in a month. 
He was arrested on DWI charges in late August that led to his release from TNA. Then arrested on reckless driving a week prior, or a week prior to the drug arrest. After Matt's release, he posted a video on YouTube announcing he will enter a three-month WWE-sponsored rehab program, a program program he would be kicked out of after only two months. Uh, let's see here. Seven years ago today, 2012, TNA announced via press release that Impact would be a live show through the remainder of the year. Disappointing ratings on top of the added expense of doing live telecasts would in part lead to huge budget cuts and talent releases that are still being felt uh, as of as of two, I guess it still has to this day, but of course, I'm sure as far back as 2016. Uh, let's see. Hi there. How are you doing? Good to see you. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, um, this day in 2013, ROH presented Death Before Dishonor 11 from the Pennsylvania National Guard Armory in Philadelphia. The show centered on the final tour of a tournament, final four. Of a tournament to crown a new ROH world champion after Jay Briscoe was stripped of the title earlier this summer. Here are the matches that took place here. Jay Lethal defeated Silas Young. Adam Cole defeated Tommaso Ciampa in a term, title tournament semifinal. Michael Elgin defeated Kevin Steen in a, in a world title tournament semifinal. Forever Hooligans, Alex Kozloff and Rocky Romero defeated the American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards. To retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Adam Page defeated R.D. Evans. Roderick Strong defeated Ricky Marvin. Adrenaline Rush, ACH, and Tadarius Thomas. And CNC Wrestle Factory, Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander defeated Matt Taven, Michael Bennett, and Red Dragon. Of course, CNC Wrestling Factory? That is awesome. Yeah, I, I never knew about that. Oh my yeah. God, that, that also, is funny as hell. Yeah. Also, Adam Cole, baby, defeated Michael Elgin to win the vacant ROH World Title. Uh, four. This is a three. Is one, but yeah, four years ago today, uh, 2015, WWE presented Night of Champions from the Pagoda Center in Houston, Texas, in a pre-show match, Stardust and the Ascension. Defeated Neville and the Lucha Dragons. Kevin Owens defeated Ryback to win the IC title. Dolph Ziggler defeated Rufus. The Kevin Boys defeated the New Day, being covered by DQ in a tag team title match. Charlotte defeated Nikki Bella by permission to win the Divas title. If Nikki was counted out or disqualified, Charlotte would have won the belt. The Wyatt, the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, Luke Corporal, and Braun Strowman defeated Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Chris Jericho. John Cena defeated Seth Rollins to win the U.S. title, and Seth Rollins defeated Sting to retain the WWE World Heavyweight title. The bout would turn out to be Sting's final match. During the bout, Sting suffered a neck injury. In December, he underwent surgery to correct cervical spinal stenosis. In April 2016, Sting announced during his induction to the Hall of Fame that, sadly, he had retired. And I really hated that. I really did. He was a great Mm -hmm. wrestler. Yes, indeed. Today is today is a happy 37th birthday to. I hope I pronounced her name correctly. Dulce Maria Garcia Rivas, best known to wrestling fans as Sexy Star. Born in Monterey, Nuevo Leon, Mexico, Garcia was always into athletics, devoted herself to boxing, kickboxing, and Muay Thai. 
She worked in communication sciences before deciding to become a professional wrestler. Garcia is best known for her time in AAA, where she won the AAA Reina de Reina's Championship twice and was a mixed tag team champion with Pentagon Jr. In, two, in 2012, she won the Reina de Reina's Tournament. Sexy, Sexy Star was also a charter member of the Lucha Underground roster. She finished the show's second season as the Gift of the Gods champion. In February 2016, Garcia forfeited her half of the AAA World Mixed Tag Team titles and quit the company, announcing her intention to retire from wrestling to pursue a boxing career. In July of 2016, she voluntarily unmasked at a boxing event in Mexico City, essentially making her wrestling retirement official. As of, as of 2016, she married to boxer Johnny Gonzalez. The couple married in 2015. JD, this might be one you might be fond of right here. We, as we wish a very happy 44th birthday to Joel Gertner, a longtime ring announcer. <laughs> his debut at age yep. 17 for a local wrestling federation as Joey Jaguar. He dropped out of Cornell University in 95 and joined ECW full time. Gertner, who initially started as a straight lace ring announcer for the promotion, eventually turned heel under the influence of Shane Douglas and with Tom Babyface wrestlers during their introductions. He gained popularity with his Gertner Vision segments where he would interact with fans and do innuendo-laced limericks. Gertner is perhaps best known as the personal ring announcer and manager of ECW's most successful tag team, the Dudley Mills. Gertner took the Eliminators, finishing maneuver total elimination at Barely Legal in 1997 and would begin to wear a neck brace, something he could actually he continues to do as a Day, I guess that's of 2016. After the Dudleys left for the WWF, Gertner would pair up with Joey Styles as a color commentator for ECW's weekly show on TNN. Gertner actually has a win in ECW, defeating Cyrus at Cyrus the Virus at Anarchy Rules in October 2000. Gertner remained with the company until the promotion shut down in April of 2001. Gertner post ECW has continued to make appearances in, in the wrestling world. Yeah. Most notably for TNA as the one-time manager of the Rainbow Express at Hardcore Homecoming and ECW's One Night Stand in 2005, at TNA's Hardcore Justice in 2010, and for Extreme Rising in 2012. Gertner's last memorable appearance in April 2014 for Masked Mania. Uh, today is also a very today is also a very happy. Let me see here. Uh, 55th birthday. The Scott Hudson. Hudson is best known for as well as a play-by-play announcer on WCW programming, including mm-hmm. Nitro Thunder and some of the pay-per-views. He actually got his start with the Global Wrestling Federation in 1990 before joining WCW in 1995. He remained with the company until WCW sailed through the WWF in 2001. He briefly announced for the WWF alongside Arn Anderson for WCW during the infamous Invasion angle. Hudson once said of his experience with the WWF, basically I was there exactly as long as they wanted me to be, exactly as long as I wanted to be there. Hudson briefly joined TNA as a backstage interviewer in 2003. His last announcing gig came for Vince Russo's Ring of Glory in 2005. Oh, another famous birthday, guys. Listen to this very carefully. Today is a very today is a very happy 61st birthday. Martin Anthony Lund, best known to wrestling fans as the one and the only Double A Arn Anderson. Lund is best yeah, remembered for his long Yes, yeah. indeed. 
Yeah, remember, for his longtime association with Rick Flair as part of the legendary Four Horsemen's Table and Jim Crocker Promotions, later WCW. In the 1980s, Anderson would win the NWA national title with his KFAB uncle, Owen Anderson, the NWA World Tag Team titles twice with Tully Blanchard, and would also win the NWA World TV title. In late 1988, Blanchard and Lund left Jim Crocker Promotions for the WWF and would become the Blue Busters. Under the management of Bobby Heenan in July 1989, they defeated Demolition to win the WWF Tag Team titles. They would hold them for just over three months before once again being defeated by, by Demolition. Soon after, Lund returned to the rebranded WCW. Success would find Anderson upon his return, winning the NWA World TV title in January 1990. That would hold it for all for about, about six weeks over the next 16 months. Following the horse in the team in the movement to run. Good Lord, I'm ready. Uh, Flair and Sid Vicious both left for the WWF, and Barry Wyndham was turned face. Anderson teamed with Larry Zabisco as the enforcers, winning the WCW World Tag Team titles in September 1991. In 92, Anderson would win the tag titles again, this time with Bobby Eaton. Eaton Anderson would join Larry Zabisco, Medusa, Rick Rude, and Steve Austin as the Dangerous Alliance, a group handed by Paul E. Dangerously, of course, Paul Heyman. The Horseman reformed in 1993, this time adding Paul Roma to the group. When that incarnation disbanded, Anderson joined Colonel Robert Parker's stud stable with Austin, Bunkhouse Buck, Terry Funk, and Ming. The group feuded with the Rhodes family, specifically Dusty and Dustin, throughout 1994. In October 1993, Anderson was involved in a fight with Sid Mindy, of course, the group. And, uh, and, uh, what is that? What is that? What is it? Uh, oh, that I'm sorry. That that. Yeah. Okay. In a hotel bar in Blackburn, England, the two got into an argument after being sent to the room by WCW security chief Doug Dillinger. Udy came at Anderson with a chair leg. Eventually, a pair of safety scissors got involved in the brawl. The two were stabbed a combined 24 times, with Anderson receiving 20 of the 24 wounds. Resulting in a pint and a half of blood loss. No charges were filed, but Udy was fired over the incident. Two cold Scorpio broke up the fight and was credited with saving Anderson's life. Anderson would win the WCW World TV title one last time in January 95. He held it for six months before dropping it to the Renegade. He briefly feuded with Greg Flair before reforming the horse in September 95. The player by Brian Truman and a player named later. It would end up being Chris Benoit. Anderson's hard-hitting, no-nonsense injury style would ultimately prove to be detrimental to his body. In August 2007, Anderson retired due to neck and back problems. He would offer his spot in the horseman to Kurt Henning, who ultimately turned on the group just a few weeks later. A year, a year to the disbanding, the group reformed again with a returning with a returning Rick Flair, who had been <clears throat> who had been absent from WCW for the bulk of that period, in part due to a lawsuit. Flair had with WCW. Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, and Steve McMichael. The group fitted with Bischoff for the remainder of the year, and Flair ultimately won Bischoff's job in December 1998. Three months later, Anderson helped him defeat Rick Flair for the WCW World Heavyweight title. Anderson would remain a part of WCW until its sale in March 2001. Following WWF's purchase of WCW, Anderson became a road agent for the company after briefly trying to stand in commentary. He occasionally appeared on Raw, pulling apart backstage brawls, Playing Messenger, most notably delivering a video to Triple H, 
just before he renewed his wedding vows to Stephanie McMahon, and once in a while got physically involved in the match, including delivering his signature spine buster to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 18. He most recently appeared on an episode of SmackDown as a prospective tag team partner for Heath Slater. During a tournament to crown SmackDown tag team champions, Anderson refused after Slater revealed that he was not the first choice. Anderson is married, of course, to his wife, Erin, and has two sons, Barrett Anthony and Brock. He wrote an autobiography released in 1998 called Arn Anderson Forever, A Look Behind the Curtain. In 2012, Anderson was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame as a member of the Full Horsemen. In 1990, Anderson won the Best, Best on Interviews Award from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He is a two-time Pro Wrestling Illustrated Tag Team of the Year winner, winning it with Tully Blanchard in 1989 and Larry Zabisco in 1991. In 91, Anderson was ranked as one of the top 10 singles wrestlers in the world in the PWI 500. He won the publication Stanley Weston Award for Lifetime Achievement in 1997. In April 2016, Anderson was honored with the Luthez Art Abrams Lifetime Achievement Award from the Cauliflower Alley Club. So happy birthday, like I said, to, let me see, what did we say? We said R. Anderson, Scott Hudson, Joe Gertner, and I do believe we said Sexy Star. So happy birthday to all of them. And there's actually two more. Here, here. All right, J.D., please go ahead and enlighten us. Happy 68th birthday to the Hammer, Greg the Hammer Valentine. And, yes. also happy, and also happy birthday to my cousin, the franchise, however, today. He was celebrating his birthday today. Hello? We're still here. I'm still here. Okay, I'm, I'm here. Yo, Chad. And while Chad's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, you have got some college football to report, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, last night, All right. Tulane, Tulane winning last night in a tight one, 38-31 in the last few seconds. Right now, Boise State is leading late in the first half, 10-7. to Excuse me, that's on ESPN2 uh, with 1.57 to go. Midway through the second quarter, USC leading Utah 14-10. to Go SC. Apparently, uh, like I said, my, my, my apologies there. Um, I kind of temporarily lost my little my uh, internet connection here a little bit. Um, uh, John, I never said anything that about uh, anything in the history about the Undertaker um, about the under about the Undertaker about the Undertaker not wrestling. I didn't say anything about him being on commentary either. So I don't know where that I don't know where that came from, but uh, that. Um, Zug. I don't, know, I don't know what he was talking about here. Uh, apparently, 
Uh, yeah, I've never heard the Undertaker on commentary. Never I. I rarely, I rarely ever, I rarely ever. I rarely ever heard that either. I don't know what I don't know what the heck he was. Uh, no what no what no 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 what no I know what he was talking about. He was talking about what I was doing the thing about one nine only in ninety seven that one the that that Bret Hart defeated the Undertaker by DQ to retain the WWF title. Oh, John that okay. uh, wait, 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 September twentieth, nineteen ninety nine, he didn't wrestle, he was on commentary that night. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, what? No. Wait, 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 wait. When Undertaker was gone in 99 up until American Badass, he was not around. No, he was straight up gone. I, I don't remember him on no commentary. I'm sorry. Yeah, John, I, John, I don't remember ever. Re- I didn't say anything. What, what I was talking about was, was that was that no? I know what he was talking about. What he's talking about uh. was it was a, it was a tag team title match hitting Undertaker and Big Show says the Rock and Sock Connection, the Rock and Mankind. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 okay, that, he's, no, yeah. No, yeah. Okay, yeah. All is right with the world. Well, yeah. Well, well you say yeah, Mister Media a- took his place? No, they didn't. I don't remember seeing that. No, no. Oh, wait a minute. I know what he's talking about. The fact that, <coughs> well, no, what he's talking about is, is that that he left because he didn't want to take part in the casket match, and Viscera Median took his place in that match. That's what he's talking about. Oh, that's okay. What, that's what because like I said. Remember, remember, it was been talked about why the Undertaker left the WWF in the, in the first place after he lost. They lost the belts to the Rock and Mankind. Was that because he was scheduled to wrestle in a casket match and he didn't want to take part on it? And it was all supposed to be on SmackDown, so he left the company. Okay, no, yeah, uh, Undertaker was actually hurt, and you know that's why he wasn't around during the real good parts in '99. You know, like you know when yeah. Triple H was rising and The Rock and WrestleMania. That's why he missed WrestleMania 2000. You know, because he, he yeah. was actually you know like hey I. I you know, I've been going strong. I've been going hard. I need a break, boss. You know, and that's when Vince said, all right, you know, just, you know, chill the fuck out. And then 2000 and at Judgment Day, that's when we see him come back. And this was supposed to be, you know, I, you know, this isn't a rumor. This is actual fact, I think, um, that the American Badass, if uh, Taker was jumped to WCW, that's what it was supposed to be. As the biker that you Mark Calloway um, as himself, you know, but it just so happened, you know, it happened in WWF. It was the Undertaker. He is the Undertaker, and he can come back any damn way he wants to. He, your approval is not needed, you know, and that's just a fact of life right there, you know, because yep. he's a goddamn Undertaker, yeah, yeah. and he can do that shit, you know, and that's all there is to well, it. Well, like I said, yeah, he what was he always one thing he's always been called? He's always been called the conscience of the WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it. So sure, yeah. I mean he has that. I mean he's, I mean he's been around. I mean the sad part, the sad part about all this is in that capacity for ever since he got started, and the man is not even in the Hall of Fame yet. 
I know. And that right I know. there. So that right there, you have a team and a half right there. I mean, and the man needs to be in the Yeah. And talking mm-hmm. about the Greg Vammer Valentine, looking at his stats here. Trained by Stu Hart, born in Seattle, Washington. He decided to drop out of college and become a wrestler. He was trained by Stu Hart, made his pro debut in July of 1970 at the age of 18, believe it or not, against King Kong Mosca. Six months later, he completed his training under the Sheik in Detroit. He started as Babyface Nelson before becoming Johnny Fargo, one half of the Fargo Bros with Don Fargo for three years. They competed in Buffalo and Cleveland. They split. He went to Florida and began performing as Johnny Valentine Jr. He then changed his name to The Hammer. Of course, he started working in August of 76. And, of course, he began feuding with Johnny Weaver. He also formed a team with Ric Flair, however. They first defeated the Anderson brothers the day after Christmas of 76, 11 days after my birthday. And Greensboro injured Eugene so badly that he had to be stretched out. They held the titles until the following May when the Andersons defeated him in the old Charlotte Coliseum in a steel cage match. Flair and Valentine regained the tag titles from the Andersons in October, this time leaving Ole unable to leave under his own power. Of course, uh, the team then split after they were stripped of the titles by NWA President Eddie Graham as a result of their unprofessional conduct. Of course, he also held the tag team titles once more, this time with the claw master, Baron Von Raschke, if you ask me. Hold on, let me just mute this for just a minute here. Sorry about that, folks. However, I'm just looking uh-huh. at this, however. Yeah, my team got creamed tonight, 38-14, however. It was not pretty. It was definitely not pretty. Uh, they had three turnovers, too, however, which was sucky. Uh, they made their uh. He made his Worldwide Wrestling Federation debut in November 78 match by the Grand Wizard. He also fought Bobby Backlund on a one-hour time limit on February 79. And, of course, who could forget his first big team in the Worldwide Wrestling Federation with Chief J. Strongbow. Okay. And I think Ponzi did, did, uh, did jump off from it, but I think we're getting him back on here now. Uh, Fonzie, uh, we might have lost you there for a short bit, but we got you back on here with us here, but, uh, uh, I was um, talking with somebody on the other line, and I hit two ends, so uh, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right, not, not a problem there, but uh, we'll do, uh, of course, welcome back here, indeed. Um, <clears throat> now, in the meantime here, uh, ladies and gentlemen here, uh, of course, of, of course, like I said, as we do, of course, every single Friday night, we do get to hear from, of course, uh, uh, I do get to, get to hear about everything from, of course, Danny from Oak Park here about everything that's going on here and messing here in recent memory. Uh, of course, it, of course, like I said, obviously, we did have some other big time events take place, especially what happened back on August 31st with the Nick PUK show. Uh, uh, oh, excuse me. A-A-W-L-I. Yeah. Uh, and I, and well, pardon me. Um, but uh, then, of course, also, like I said, you, had, you just had, of course, Clash of Champions happen this past uh, Sunday. Uh, of course, a lot of interesting things going also going on, including, of course, we do have to we do have to mention this here as well. Obviously, the uh, the debut, of course, of NXT on the USA Network. Um, of course, everyone, of course, is kind of hoping to include that with the Is this going to be their saving grace in this fight with against AEW? Some say yes, some say no. Uh, we all have different things. So, ladies and gentlemen, without a little further ado here, I think, JT, you might have a, something You might have something to drink on here. Uh, I hope you do. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm going to let Danny go into his thing for a while. I got to type up my post-game report while I'm working on that, so go right ahead. Okay, okay. all right. So, in the meantime here, Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and let 
let's let Danny go ahead and take care of that. And Fonzie, you have your, your drink ready to go here. Go ahead and chug on down, my man. I got three or four of them right here beside me. I'm going to get sloppy drunk. So, <laughs> there you go. In the meantime, Danny, let's go ahead and give you the floor of Revolution 729. As, of course, with everything going on the last week or two here, even since the end of August, uh, anything you wish to add about anything that's going on here recently, please go ahead. Let's hear what you have to say here. Get get get, get stuff stuff off your chest here. Please proceed. Go please please proceed. Go ahead. Thank you very much, Mr. Chad. Um, let's all raise our drinks. Uh, I have me a King Cobra forty ounce. Taking it back to the hood. You know, I've, I've loved this <laughs> since uh, since I've been twenty one. So um, here's to WCW US Revolution, Mr. Chad, JD, Fozzie, Queen, and uh, Queen's son, who is kick, probably kicking ass on a football field right now, seeing as it's Friday night. Football, high school football all around the nation. I know my uh, nephew is uh, somewhere in Sacramento right now. I, 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 I'm I on the WWE Network right now, so I don't know yet. But uh, he's probably out there kicking ass, looking like a quarterback of old. So uh, with all that said, guys, uh, raise your glasses and your drinks. Cheers. I love you guys. Ding, I love ding, this ding. life. I love all this pro wrestling and all this sports and this time of year and everything good that's coming around, man. So uh, cheers to you guys first. Ding, ding right here. JD goes ding, ding. Father goes ding, ding. John goes ding, ding. Okay. And we all go. That's right. Okay, go ahead. Shout <laughs> luck, baby. All right. Um, yes, uh, let's get down with Class of Champions for a little bit. Um yeah. I, I did like that triple threat match uh, in the pre-show for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, who Now, somebody help me out here. Not uh, Grand Metallic or who, if it was uh, Lucha Party. I don't care about that. And Drew Gulak's a beast. But who, uh, who was that other guy? Who was he? I, I, I forget his name. I'm sorry. Talking about Carrillo? Yes. Yes. Alberto. He, yeah. Al, yes. Yes, him. I'm sorry. I, I've got to get familiar with this guy. That was a stud. And he, win or lose, he looked great in that, in the pre-show match. Um, he carried everybody. And it, it's not easy to, uh, carry Drew Gulak because he is so scientific, you know? But he made Drew Gulak look even better. Congrats to Drew, Drew Gulak. He deserves like, every bit of that win. Uh, Lucha, house party, whatever, he, he ate the pen. You know, but that, then that's a good thing because that makes uh, that young dude look very, very good, even in defeat, even though he didn't get pinned. So we got a star in our hands, guys. Look out for – I've got to remember his – I've got to learn his name. Humberto. Humberto 
a Humberto. Really? Uh, that's what I'm calling him right now. Yeah. He looks great. I want to see more of this guy. Man, he, this might be really the next frame of stereo right here. You know? Um, but um, going into Clash of Champions, um, yeah, we weren't really uh, hyped up for any of this. You know? The, there was no hype around it, throwing together matches. But really, for what it was, uh, you know, for it just being on a Sunday afternoon here, you know, whatever, okay, cool. You know? It, it was entertaining. It was decent. Um, but um, Braun Strowman, let's talk about Braun Strowman for a minute. I've had it with Braun Strowman. This, this is going to be like, like I'm trying to keep the, the negativity at bay. But I got to say this about Braun Strowman. How are you going to make him look like um, he can lift up cars and everything, but he can't beat a vanilla midget like Seth Rollins? How does that happen? He has that chance after chance after chance. He can't beat Brock Lesnar. Chance after chance after chance. And I'm so sick of it. I want to cry. He, he is get off my TV personified. There, ever since Nicholas, there's nothing redeemable about this guy. He, he can't get the job done. I've had it. Get him off my TV. He, he does not belong there. Um, let's go into the uh, Roman Reigns versus um, Rowan match. Rowan, man, that's a beast right there. But you know who else is a beast? You know who else showed up? Harper. Finally, after his, for his release, because you're not going to use me, you're going to have me sitting in catering. I'm not going to get over in dark matches and whatever. But now he, he did a run-in on Roman Reigns, mind you. And he put him down. And Rowan put not only Roman Reigns down, but Daniel Bryan down. And, yeah, okay, Rowan's bigger than Bryan, but Bryan is bigger than Rowan. And Rowan made a name for himself. And so did Luke Harper. Now, this isn't the Bludgeon Brothers 2.0. This is something completely different. They're coming out. They're metal. Did you see the T-shirts they were wearing? Those were heavy metal T-shirts. Matamathra and I don't know what uh, Roan was wearing, but that was a sick-ass tee, too. They helped bring heavy metal to the scene. I love it. And they got something great going right here. Um, and they're, they're being themselves now, which I really love. You know, so um, good on Rowan. He's making he he made his not only him but Luke Harper made names for themselves on two of the top names in WWE right now. That's how you get over, and the crowd loved it. That was awesome. Um, so we got uh. Sasha Banks and Bailey as our women's champions. Wow, two of the top women's sales. Um, they're tearing it up, you know. So 
let let's see where this goes. Um, I I would I was hoping that Bailey would ditch the good girl look for something more darker, but you know, let let's see where it goes. But um, good on them, you know, they deserve it. Um, and they're they're actually uh, giving us something to talk about. Um, now let's see. Um, now M- Maria. Oh my God! I hate to be negative here, guys. But how long can we go on with this? Okay. Um, she just flat out just at random said Ricochet is the baby daddy. He shot one in me. Are you kidding me? And then he's trying to prove his work, prove his point in a match. Okay, it's not. It's not hard to beat Mike Kanellis. And then she comes out again and says, no, he, of course not. And before she can even say anything, out comes Rusev. Okay, nice to see Rusev again. I mean, he flat out kicked Mike Kanellis' ass. But you're going to come back like this? Is this going to be a thing? It's like he's going to, you know... Is this going to repeat with like a different guy every week? He he's Slater. He's got enough kids. Uh, oh my God! I, this is this is beyond cringe. I can't take it anymore. We're talking about a former world champion, Mike Bennett, TNA world champion. You know. I I I I I want the best for him, and this makes me very sad because we have to all witness this. I mean, I I don't I don't know. And then Maury Povich is about to come in. The, you know the reason why I have a job in the daytime in the first place. Do you know guys? Do you guys know why? I'm pretty sure this is uh, the same way your guys' neck of the woods. Daytime TV sucks locally. We get all the judge shows and all the bullshit like fucking Jerry Springer, Roy Povich, Steve Wilkos, shows that live off of human misery. I have no respect for that. And that's what they're trying to do with this the whole is, Maria Canales thing. And, and here we go. Uh, this this makes you want to watch AEW even more. You know, stuff like this. And this is only going to get bad. Um, Glenn Jacobs makes an appearance. The mayor of Knox County, uh, Tennessee, makes an appearance on Raw with R-Truth. And uh, dumbass R-Truth runs into a football field goalpost uh, on a tour of of, uh, the Tennessee Vols stadium when a cop uh, is disguised as a referee and we got a first ever mayor as a champion in WWE. So, you know, that was pretty funny. But not only that, we got to see Kane. We got to see Kane. That's got to be Kane. And that was nice. Uh, And he came out with some ass. um, But then... 
Okay, let, let's talk about you know this uh, you know from Night of Champions into Raw. Let's let, let's let's get Raw and all all that out of the way. Um, the Fiend makes his presence known at Night of Champions. Takes down Seth Rollins, Mandible Claw, Sister Abigail, the whole smear. Looking great, looking scary. The crowd loved it. And then on Raw. The Fiend takes out Kane like he was nothing. That's scary enough, but then he's staring at uh, at Seth Rollins, just not doing anything, just staring at him. Yep. Seth Rollins was crying. Seth Rollins looked like a little bitch. I can't believe him as any type of champion no more. No, give that title to, to the Fiend right now. Um, yeah, the, the minute that happens, nope, you're done. You are done. I don't believe Seth Rollins no more. I can't believe Seth Rollins in anything right now. Nope. So that, that was a great way. And, and then the whole graphics being upside down, and then the way it ended with... Uh, the Firefly Funhouse song repeating all strange at the end there. But then uh, let, let's talk out SmackDown for a little bit. Um, Kofi Kingston, he uh, retained his title against a very game uh, Randy Orton, one of the best ever. Um, but now here comes the real test. You want to be WWE champion? Well, then you've got to go up against the caliber of a Brock Lesnar who made his uh, SmackDown appearance in a long time. Challenging on the first Fox show for the WWE title. Win or lose, this is the exact caliber now that Kofi Kingston has to go up against. He has to go up against people equal to him or greater so that he can become an asset and get more opportunities for said title. He's going to lose. I think he's going to lose. But Brock's going to make him look good. And I think Fox is going to step in for all those who are worrying about, oh, he's a part-time champion. If he can show up during his reign, at least two times a month, then there that that's that's okay, you know, that's that's fine by me. We don't need him on. We don't need Seth Rollins on as a champion all the damn time. I mean, he gets old, you know, every single week. You know, it takes up segments from people that need to be on the show, you know. But, you know, and Brock Lesnar is still a special attraction. So if he's going to be the champion, that's how they have that, – that's the only conceivable way I can see it that, oh, sorry, that, you know, keeps everybody happy and that keeps the title credible, you know. So if that's, if that's going to happen, then that's the way it's going to happen. You know, I hope. Okay, uh, let's go on to uh, 
Let, let's finish out now with NXT, and then actually I've got to get on out of here. It, like a, I, I'm on zombie mode. It's been a long day for me, and I, I got to eat and get to bed for work. So um, anyway, um, NXT on USA. Women's Fatal 4-Way, Candice LeRae wins in a hell of a match. A hell of a match. But the thing that bothers me is, isn't uh, Shayna Baszler already up against uh, Rhea Ripley right now? Because they haven't finished business. So hopefully everything can get sorted out on that front. But congratulations, Candice LeRae. Um, Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong. Oh, my God. You talk about a match of the year candidate. Yep, awesome. it was. It was. Yes, and the Undisputed Era fulfill the prophecy. They hold all the gold in NXT. That is awesome, and they looked great. Although uh, everybody's bitching, oh, he should have won the match clean. No, he's part of a faction, guys. He's a part of a faction. That faction was used. It was used to create effect. Velveteen Dream's on his own. And the referee didn't see it. And his finisher, there you go. New North American champion. But, oh, welcome back Leo Rush in a great match against Orny Lorcan to become the, the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. The main roster failed him, put him with Lashley and all that bullshit. Did you see that that uh, low rope springboard stunner that Leo Rush hit? Oh my God! Just out of nowhere, just the fluid motion, the quickness, bam! Leo Rush looked like a stud. Good for him. It's about time, and he's in great hands being on NXT. He needs to be here. That is great. But then we go into the street fight. Uh, Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle, bro. You already had my attention. But then all of a sudden, it turned into a convoluted mess. Everybody, like all kinds of people are fighting now. And then the show ends with 10 minutes to 7 here on the West Coast. I thought they went to commercial break. But no, it, that was the end of the, that, that's how you end a, a show like that? That's supposed to take the, down the mighty AEW? No, that, that's not going to cut it, bro. I mean, yes, you put on some awesome action, but the way it ended... It, it, it sticks to my craw, you know? I don't like that. End your shows better. Now, for all those worrying, we got one more week of uh, first hour on, on USA, um, second hour on the network um, until, you know, that, and, and then the final suits on USA, you know, that show, you know? But then the, the week after that in two weeks, it's all good, you know, two hours on USA. So, um, you know, we're all preparing for all this wrestling coming up in October. Um, it, it, it's getting crazy, guys. And then uh, 
Kenny Omega wants to throw shade on uh, NXT's ratings. And, uh, yeah, the, the war is real, guys. You know, no, no, ain't nobody paying attention to their own stuff. No, it, it's on, you know. Dare I say it, can we say it now? And I said it to you, Danny, I said it to Chad, I said it to Fonzie, I said it to John, I'm going to say it to everyone. We're going to see it happen. Oh, it's going to happen. NXT versus NXT UK. The era versus Imperium. The war games in Chicago in November. Market, I feel. Yes, yes. Walter showing up. Imperium. Oh, my God. That was was epic. That was great. That's a way to showcase... Uh, your next generation of talent. Walter is a beast. Yeah. Yes. And I, I I like that man. Yes. I hope that's the War Games undisputed versus Imperium. That is going to tear the house down Survivor Series weekend. But um, okay. Um, on that note, um, I'm going to get on out of here. Um, like I said, man, it's just been a hell of a day for me, and I'm, you know, I'm glad to at least uh showed up here um but uh i gotta eat i gotta get to bed so um good night guys and uh enjoy the rest of the show and um uh, i'll see you guys here uh next week all right danny one quick thing before you go um uh, okay. uh, just want to give you a quick update here in terms of in terms of the clash of the champions prediction title challenge <coughs> oh. and Jay- you and JD tied for second place, so y'all did nice. tremendous. Y'all, y'all did y'all did tremendous here in this. Uh, in the meantime, here we have two belts left. Whichever belt you pick, the other one will go to Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, and I'll let him know about that over the weekend. The two remaining belts are as follows: either the WCWS Dual Action or Maple Leaf Championship is is what's left. Ooh, I'll take the Maple Leaf, eh? Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Danny from Oak Park is your new uh, WCWS Maple Leaf champion, which means Bobby is the new WCWS dual action champion, and I will inform him over the weekend of that. Thank you very much there indeed, Danny. Okay. It's great to hear from you here, bud. And uh, like I yep, said, yep. Uh, by all means, please, uh, please, please get uh, well there well there indeed, and hope we hope to hear from you, of course, here again course next week here of course as we get to hear more and more of your thoughts and opinions about everything going on here in wrestling here over the over of course the, the over the over the next few days and all leading up to of course the big the big moment here of course coming up here here uh, within the next couple of weeks so mm-hmm. all right yeah. um good night guys good night Danny thank you very much here sir we do greatly appreciate that sir mm-hmm. thank you very much and yep. ladies and gentlemen all right I'll- See you next week. Yeah, take care, Danny. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. And we do thank Danny from Oak Park for joining us here tonight. And of course, hope he does rest very, very well indeed. And hope we hope to hear from here. Hope we hear from him again uh, coming up here. Of course, uh, next week as he, of course, brings us uh, more thoughts and opinions here on everything going on here in in the world, of course, of professional wrestling. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode number seven hundred and twenty nine of W seven U S Revolution. Of course, for Friday, September twentieth, two thousand nineteen. 
Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and, of course, in the Suplex Machine, John Gross, of course, sticking around with us here tonight. Uh, well, like I said, we do thank Danny from Moat Park for joining us here, of course, from uh, 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 from California here, and hope he is well over the weekend. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, uh, due, due to my uh, recent Internet uh, interruption, we did lose the live video feed from AEWS. And I apologize for that here, and, and, uh, and we hope to have that back, uh, that video uh, opportunity back up sometime here within the next few weeks here, of course, here in the radio network, so be sure to check out, check that out here with us here uh, very, very soon. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a big week coming up here next week, uh, of course, as we continue, of course, to talk about everything leading up towards the big, big, big week coming up at the beginning of October. Uh, when, of course, WWE and AEW finally, of course, have their weapons locked and loaded on each other. And as we get set to talk about uh, a true wrestling war here for the first time, I would say in about, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, I don't know, probably about, uh, uh, let's see here, probably, but probably in the last 20 years, um, uh, uh, we we finally get an opportunity to finally get another big time uh, wrestling uh, war popping up here, uh, as JD says, in more ways than one. As of course, like I said, WWE and AEW will of course be facing off here, of course, obviously with the pay per view one against one another. Obviously, in the, you've put their biggest foot forward with NXT, the pit up against AEW, which is going to be making its debut coming up here. On the same on the same night, of yeah, course. Yeah, two weeks uh, from uh, Wednesday, two weeks from Wednesday. I mean, you got two women's matches on the same night. You got Nyla Rose against Riho. You got Shayna Baszler against, uh, like I said, Kansas LeRae. So yes, I mean, like I said, which one are people going to look at the most? Are they going to look at for the NXT women's title or for the AEW women's AEW. So so. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're they're yeah, I mean, that's a very valid and that's a very good point there indeed, JD. Very good indeed. Um, the question, I mean, the question is, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, which one? I mean, personally, like I said, let me let me go around here and I'll ask your personal opinion. Even though this one won't happen for another week or so, in your and this is just based on your personal opinions about what's been going on here recently. JD, I'll ask you this first. With, of course, as, as you brought up, of course, uh, both NXT and AEW will be bringing in women's title matches, of course, to kind of help their calls here a little bit to start things off on October the 2nd. Which match do you think will make the most impact, the NXT women's title or the AEW women's title? AEW. Fonzie, what do you think? NXT or AEW? Which women's match are people going to look at the most? I think they're going to be looking at both. John, what do you think? NXT Women's Title, or the AEW Women's Title. Which one are they, are they going? You think it's going to make the most impact? Um, hey, okay. how are you? Oh, very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Uh, but uh, we're going to have to wait and see what happens here. Of course, uh, um, you know, like I said, this is going to be AEW's uh, inaugural Women's Title match. Some people may say, based on upon that notion, that the AEW might have might have the bigger might have the bigger opportunity here. I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see what all happens here. 
guys, we still got a few moments here. This is something I wanted to do on Wolfpack last night. And, of course, because of the match we had last night, I didn't get a chance to do it. But I would like to do it. To, I would like to do it tonight if uh, if y'all would like if y'all don't if y'all don't mind here indeed. Um, as you know, of course, I have been, and of course, as soon as I can find, oh, there it is. Uh, I have been, of course, checking up on the uh, uh, roster for NX for W for WWE 2K20. Uh, um, we do have more wrestlers, of course, that have that have popped up here. Uh, some of these I don't know if I've read already or not. If I have, I apologize. But uh, and John, uh, John says he'll be back with us on Monday, so he's already left us for the evening as well. And John, we thank you very much. We'll see. We'll talk to you on Raw Radio as well as JD once again. We'll get behind behind the mic once again uh, for our next episode of Raw Radio coming up on Monday after. And this week we will talk about more about the week of college football because we got some big ones this week, including Michigan and Wisconsin, Notre Dame and Georgia. Of course, the big one, Tennessee and Florida, potential Florida, Houston, which Ponzi will be at tomorrow. And then, of course, the NFL Weekend Review, including the Rams in Cleveland, Pittsburgh and San Francisco. Of course, the Monday Night Johns Boys against Chicago. We'll talk about that this Monday. Of course, Raw debuting in San Francisco in the home of the Golden State Warriors' new building, the Chase Center. And speaking of football, I can report in the chat I did send to your wall. According to reports, and now it has been confirmed by ESPN, Apparently, Cam Newton will not start on Sunday, Howard, against Arizona. Instead, Howard, Kyle Allen will get the nod. Well, good. I mean, it's like I've been saying all along. Ever since Cam Newton had that bad accident a few years ago, Jason, you know what I'm referring to, what I'm talking yep. about here. Mm-hmm. It, has, it has affected him in a very big way. And luckily, they had one good year in which, they, in which, which with the exception of towards the end of the year, they won every single game. They went, they went without a loss for one season. But they got a little bit too cocky when they got in the Super Bowl because they thought they already made it. But the thing is, they didn't win anything yet, and that's what cost them the Super Bowl. So, like I said, then so. But, but one thing I did say here, in many, in many respects here, is that and like I said, I, I am still a Panthers fan. I will always be a Panthers fan. But like I said, that Cam right now, they need to really start using him sparingly if they want if they want the Hold on to him as a very valuable asset to the team, in my own personal opinion. But that's just me. So based based upon all that. So there you go. All right, JD and Fonzie, I'll just go ahead and start asking you this here. Uh, small a small list. It shouldn't take very long. Uh, just 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 on a, just like I said, a yes or no answer. Should these wrestlers be on w, in WWE 2K20? Okay. So that is the question. Here we go. Here. First off, JD, I'll start with you. Alexa Bliss. Yes. As much as I don't think she should, yeah, unfortunately. Fonzie, Alexa Bliss. Nah. Okay. All right. There you go. Next up here, JD, I'll ask you, Alicia Fox. No. She's burned her bridges way too many times, and I'm surprised that they didn't even consider her. Fonzie, uh, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. No. Fox. Okay, thank you. Oh, dear God. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I can't believe I'm about to say this name. I know what y'all are going to say to this one, but I got to bring it up. 
because it was on here. They didn't show a picture of him, thank God, but they did mention him. And I already know what the answer is going to be, but we got to make it official by hearing it. JD, JD, I'll start with you. Baron Corbin. Hell to the no. Fonzie. <laughs> yeah. right, he can go suck balls. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, a personal note here, I'm sure JD and Fonzie agree with me. My new favorite wrestler is Chad Gable. I'll put that on the record. There you go. Yes. That's all I'm going to, and we all know why. Am I right about that? Thank you. Yep. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, but he's my new favorite wrestler. Now, I'll, I'll shake his hand from one Chad to another. And it's not hanging either. It's not hanging either. <laughs> okay. It's not me. hanging to the left. <laughs> no, it was hanging straight down the middle. No. Ooh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, no, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, next up, yes or no, JD uh, Bret Hart. <laughs> Yes, definitely. Okay. Fonzie, Bret Hart. This is the game. Hell yeah. Well, thank you very much. Next up here, uh, JD, I'll ask you, Brie Bella. Uh, surprisingly, she hasn't competed in a while. I could see that happening. Yeah. It would be kind of funny if she came out there carrying the baby. Okay, that'd be terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh Fonzie Brie Bella, does she deserve to be in the game? Yeah, and she'll get fart on the nose. Apparently, Julie Andrews is going to win the AFI Life Achievement Award. Congratulations to her. Oh, absolutely. I love when they do those. I watched a whole lot of old clips about that. And the Emmys was on this week, however. You know they had an old one on there a while back whenever James Cadney got that on Oh, wow. Yeah, I do recall that now. Yes. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, J.D. You got to find it. It's on YouTube. I'll James find that one, yes. Yes, yes I will Kevin. find that. Yes, indeed. Next up here, J.D., I'll ask you, Carmella. No. Fonzie, Carmella. The spoiled little Staten Island uh, Jersey Shore gum-chewing princess. In my opinion, it's not deserved. Yeah, probably not. Okay. Next up here, Dana Brooke, JD. No. Okay. Fonzie, Dana Brooke. No. Uh, next. Oh dear God, JD. I dare, I, I dare myself to ask this, and I'm I, and I and my dare has been answered. Dolph Ziggler. No. Bonzi, you agree? You agree with that, obviously? Uh, yeah. Okay. She'll be me. She'll be me. Yeah. Go suck balls. That's why Goldberg almost knocked him on his ass, though. Yeah. You think you think they'll do something else in WWE with Goldberg and Dolph? It could be, but at the same time, I can see Goldberg wanting to punch him out again. Now he tried to do that in Las Vegas. I mean, I mean, like I said, it's all over uh, Instagram or Twitter or whatever. He tried to get up in his face and everything like that. How? You get this UFC guy to be the referee. That'd be fun. He was the one trying to separate them, basically. Yeah. 
That's what I mean. I mean, like I said, basis, basis, basis on actual events. If they want, if they want to get something downright interesting, why, why not? You know, I mean, shoot, that'd be great if they did. All right. Uh, um, and I think Fonzie already answered that one. Okay, so I'll go to the next one. JD Jeff Hardy. Uh yes, I do. Okay. Uh, Fonzie Jeff Hardy. Does he deserve to be in the game? Yeah. Okay. Although we don't know how much longer he's going to continue wrestling. That's the thing. Well, that's true, too. Uh, that's very true. Uh, next up here, guys, J.D., I'll ask you, Kevin Owens. Yes. Fonzie, Kevin Owens. No. He doesn't deserve to be in the game? No. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Next up here, JD, I'll ask you, Mickey James. Uh crazy as it sounds, however, I don't. Th- I mean, who knows how much long she's going to keep wrestling too? I'd say right now, mixed opinion on that one. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, Mickey James. M- Mickey James or Nikki James? Mickey, Mickey. James. Mm. There's only I, mean, I never heard of a Nikki James. I know of Nikki James. No. Um. Yeah. Okay. I that or she could go back and do porn. Hey. Okay. Okay. And she did do that. I'm not kidding either. I know she did show me for a while. I mean, she really did was involved in that for quite a while. Yeah, no wonder she knows the cowgirl position. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. All right, that deserves that, that, that deserves the Price is Right losing sound. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, JD uh, deserves to be in the game or not, Naomi. Yes. Naomi, does she deserve to be in the game? Hold on one second. Everybody run! He's gonna blow. Okay, sorry. I'm just kidding. All right. No, we had a water main break. Yeah, I was gonna say, was that right by you? Yeah. It- that was, it looked like a um, way to wrap its Pine, today. Uh, Pioneer School and West Liberty School was shut down. Oh. Yeah. Well, I hate that happen. I'm so sorry that, that happened here, but I love everything gets shipped right now. Yeah. We have uh, to boil our water and shit. What about, what about buying bottled water? Yeah. You can't drink it. You can't drink bottled water? No, you can't drink from the spigot. You have to right, boil right. first. That's why I said you got to get, that's why I said go get bottled yeah, water. Yeah, but how are you going to wash your hands? You're going to buy a bottle of water, wash your hands? Yes, you're going yes, to open it up and just pour it on your hands. I'm, I don't know. 
what well i well i can understand that could be a pain yes but what you said a water main broke up there up around y'all's area yeah because they had to shut down they had to shut down uh the two schools were up the street from me where are y'all going to philadelphia or something to go take a bath or something i have no idea yeah Pets, pets shoot. It says, "Do not forget about pets or something." I don't know what the fuck. You gotta boil your water, and shit. Well, let me yeah, tell you something. I think it's boil water advice until tomorrow, isn't it? I think. I, I have no idea. That's why I was here. It was well, that, Eric. Well, uh, well, that's why I'm saying. You know, the grocery stores and everywhere is gonna start running out of water. That's yeah. Well, I well, I like I said, I saw it this morning in the news. I mean, I was up about early this morning and when I saw that it's like holy crap I mean if you saw the video chat it looked like a racing waterfall I mean it was crazy Chuck wanted to watch that too they don't have all the things in because they were working on where the pioneer and I know we're pioneer yeah. on the pioneers yeah. elementary school is on Dunster Street they and, um, they were working. They were working on there like a couple of days ago, and all of a sudden today, it boy, somebody's uh, freaking busted. Somebody, yeah. somebody, somebody screwed it up again. Well, I hope we get fixed there soon. So. Kind of like what happened in Flint, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Well, you were going to be next, but anyway. uh I don't know if you answered or not, but did you think Naomi ought to be in WWE 2K20? Naomi? Naomi, yes. Yeah. Okay. While JD, while JD stepped away for a minute, I'll go ahead and ask you this one here, Fonzie. I'll come out to JD in just a minute. Whether or not this, this one deserves to be deserves to be in 2K20. Uh, Nikki Bella. Yeah. Okay. Uh, JD, are you back with us? Uh, Get your thong out of your hand, and JD, get back with you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, Fonzie, uh, you know, I'll ask you about this one then while we're waiting on JD to return. Paige, does she deserve, deserve to be in the game? Hell yeah. Okay. All right, the next one here. Our truth does he deserve to be in the game? I'm back. Hell yeah. Okay. All right, JD. I'll ask you about these three here that you uh, didn't get a chance to. Ask. Oh, I skipped one, guys. I'm sorry. I skipped one. Let me go back. Let me go. I'll go back to this one. I'll start with JD and I'll ask JD Fonzie this one. Then I'll ask JD about the other three. Uh, JD, your thoughts, Natalia? Does she deserve to be in the game? All right, go ahead with these ones. Does Natalia deserve to be in the game, JD? Yes. Okay. Fonzie, does Natalia deserve to be in 2K20? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, Fonzie, you answered these three already, so I'll go ahead and ask JD these right fast. JD, yes or no to Nikki Bella? Does she deserve to be in the game? Who's this one? Nikki Bella. Yes. Okay, Paige, does she deserve to be in the game? Yes. 
Our truth does he deserve to be in the game? No. Okay, thank you. And Fonzie's already done that, so we'll go ahead and get back on track here. Three more to go here. JD, your thoughts on this person being in the game? Ronda Rousey. Uh, too soon. Okay, but somehow I think she's going to be in this one. Uh, Fonzie, Ronda Rousey, does she deserve to be in the game? Yeah. Okay. Next one here, J.D., I'll ask you, Shinsuke Nakamura, does he deserve to be in the game? No. Fonzie, Nakamura, does he deserve to be in the game? Nah. Okay. And the last one here, guys, is a wrestling legend. And I hope one of these days they deserve, they decide to put him in the Hall of Fame. I would love to see him go in it. All right, Jenny, listen very carefully. Tatanka. No. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. All right, uh, Fonzie, Tatanka, does he deserve to be in the game? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, okay. All right, guys, there you have it. There, there you have it right there uh, with the list that we got up here so far. Uh, we've been doing pretty good with this here, and uh, I may, I may be doing all this here really, really soon here, and with on our 2K showcase page, and start doing some matches here. Concerning um, concerning the roster, the 2K20 roster, as soon as we have it all completed, and also as a bonus here, guys, I may include the Forgotten Legends list we've done already here too. I may do that there as well, because we have we have some very unique uh, we have some very unique ones there indeed. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, officially now we do have all of our champions for the uh, for. Let me see for let me see where what would I do with that paper. Uh, oh yes, the uh, the Clash of Champions prediction title challenge, and officially, ladies and gentlemen, we have we have I believe we have the well I thought I had that paper here and I, apparently it seemed to has uh, grown oh there it is I thought it grew feet and walked away no right there it is right there okay um, every time something gets away from me I think it's just walking away from me for some reason. Uh, we have a, here are your official champions here for, from the prediction title challenge uh, uh, for the Clash of Champions from this past Sunday. John is the new WCWS Lethal Lottery Champion. JD is the new WCWS Battle Bowl Champion. Fonzie is the new WCWS Australian Champion. Uh, Michelle is the new NWA US Scottish Champion. Uh, Bobby is the new WCW US dual action champion, and Danny from Well Park is the new WCW US Maple Leaf champion. So congratulations to everyone there. And of course, like I said, I'll be posting some more online uh, contenders questions here very, very soon to give everybody an, an opportunity here to to, uh, to earn future matchups here indeed. Uh, just like one of the matches, of course, we did we, we set up yesterday. Of course, we had that here last night. And I won't even go into any more details as to that, but we all know what happened there. So I won't even mention any more about that. 
Uh, JD and Fonzie, does anything is there anything y'all wish to add before we close up shop here for the night and for the weekend? Everyone have a safe and good weekend. And to the people of Texas, please, please, please uh, be careful. We are thinking of you considering how bad the weather is down there. But also, uh, just our thoughts and prayers with you guys right now at the moment. How, and we hope uh, things get back uh, and sound very soon. I know it's been a very rough couple of days, especially with this very nasty weather. They said it is really nasty down there. Let's just say our thoughts and prayers with you guys, however, down there in Texas, however, as well. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, also get ready for what should be an action-packed weekend of football. Of course, we got some big key games, including probably one of the best games of the year, coming up tomorrow night, 8 p.m., Notre Dame in Georgia. In fact, tickets I heard for that game is like the hottest, and I mean the ticket prices alone for the game tomorrow is just insane. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to find how much. Uh, I think they said it was anywhere between 500 and two grand a pop. And I think college mm-hmm. game... Yeah, in fact, however, this is the story here. It says here, where is it? Yeah, this is from Georgia. This is said. It says, this is from Georgia's dog nation. It says this. Is, uh, uh, right now, however, anywhere, yeah, between $400 to $1,500 a pop. Well, that's big. So, I mean, you're talking about a big primetime game in Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia, tomorrow night. It is going to be rocking tomorrow night. I know Fonzie's going to be seeing a good game tomorrow. Pitt in Central Florida. Central Florida is a very tough team. They know how to really score, and they they. I'll be sweating fucking balls tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be a warm day, but I'll tell you if it if it, it could be it could be. Also no, warm. I don't like it. It's too. It's, I, I can't sit in a fucking seat. Well, hopefully it'll be nice I can't and cool. get sunburn. I can't get fucking sunburn. Well, hopefully Seriously, it won't be too hot for you. I'm just saying, hopefully it won't be too hot for you. I know. Warm. I hope not either. But fuck. Well, if Fonzie can go carry an umbrella, so that way you want someone hit you. Yeah, take an umbrella, man. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing. Hold on. People, people. Pittsburgh weather. Let's take a look right now. Hold on. Let's see it now. As of now, I'm looking at the weather. Uh, It's going to be about 82, 84. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, it says here, uh, 82 at game time, 81, and then it starts cooling off tomorrow night, but... 82, and it's not going to be like 85, 89. It's not going to be like the upper 90s and really hot, so it's going to be okay. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to be... You might have the breeze with you. You might have a little bit of a breeze. Not the breeze. I'm saying like a shade. I don't know which side. We'll see. Yeah. I'll be sweating balls. Well, I got But keep in mind, man, it's not bad. I would carry on balls if I did try to get their try to get the, the, the sun out, out of their eyes sometimes whenever it's kind yeah, of really put, some, put some sunglasses on man that's what I do I do I, I can go without sunglasses there's no okay. way and and speaking of football we got two good games tonight in college ball Boise State leading late in the third quarter 17-13 against Air Force USC is leading Utah 21-10 in the um, midway through the third quarter already Thank you very, thank you very much, here, JD. And of course, JD will be, um, will be, I'm sure, be keeping us up to date throughout the weekend through the WWUS Sports Roundup Facebook page. I will, I will, I will. Of course, the big story today, we all know. Uh, Fonzie and I know about this, and like I said, a little bit sticky. Oh God, I'm gonna be fucking sweating balls tomorrow. 
So the calm, warm weather. But of course, yeah. the big story, of course, today, Fonzie and I saw the big news of the day, which we are happy about and laughing about, however, to the bank, is once again, everyone's favorite troublemaker of the NFL has been released <laughs> 10 days after he's time with the New England Patriots. Yes, folks, Mr. Big Chest, Antonio Brown, was released, and it looks like now he is going to be immortal. It says here, uh, now it looks like he might not be getting paid whatsoever. Because we can have a good thing. There you go. Well, like I said, what a, what a. Four days without fucking rain. As as Uh. we said here, a fall from grace. Indeed. So, uh, so what what does happen? By the way, I did hear uh, he signed with McDonald's Tower because he asked for a Big Mac or a Whopper. Maybe maybe they need him because maybe they need him because he's already got a big Mac or <laughs> Yeah, he 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 just is, like I said, how I don't know. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. But uh but on that note here, gentlemen, uh, uh ladies and gentlemen, I do thank you I do um I do thank you very much here for joining us here tonight. For episode 729, of course, of WWS Revolution, I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and of course, Danny from North Park here tonight. I also want. I also want to thank Danny, and also, of course, uh, another the other. I forget what the other gentleman's name was, and I apologize about that. We're joining us for our, from our live video feed from AEWS Wrestling's Elite Generation. We're sorry that due to my due to the internet uh, situation that I had down here, uh, we lost the live video feed midway through. But I hope we got a good amount of time in there, so that way you know people can go back and, and look at it here to see what happened. So I do I do apologize here for for that, but we do hope to uh, do uh, ch- we, we do hope like I said to go back there and try that again here really very soon. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget here over the weekend here, we're looking for uh, a couple of things to check out here. Of course, be sure to check out, uh, of course, uh, Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, eBay.com forward slash STR forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. We have under 200 items, of course, currently on sale there right now. Uh, of course, some great stuff, including, of course, classic Hot Wheels cars. Rock and roll memorabilia from Kiss and other big time groups from back in the day. Also, of course, men's, women's, and children's clothing, books, and other knickknacks. Uh, video games from PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we do have, of course, some DVDs, of course, still for sale. Be sure to check out check out those there as well. Apocryphal Uniquity. Remember, it is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. More items are are will will come will will come will uh, soon, soon, soon to come here. Very, very soon indeed. And also, ladies and gentlemen, by all means, please do not forget Bulldog DVD sales and variety on Facebook, uh, which is of course facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety, where of course our ongoing special for all titles posted on the page, DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, from all types, single to multiple discs, uh, all in tip-top shape here, ladies and gentlemen, expected by yours truly, Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw. Of course, I would not post them on the page if there was some, if there was any problem at all whatsoever. But our ongoing special, of course, ladies and gentlemen, all titles posted on the page, 
are one dollar a piece. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, every single one is one dollar a piece. And ladies and gentlemen, if you do need, if you do want to see what I have to have 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 that improvement uh, on the list, be sure to contact me. I'll be more than happy to send you a picture to show you the condition of the case, the condition of the front and back of the disc. And also, like I said, let you know that it does, that of course, it does play and all, it is in terrific shape. Of course, it don't take my word for it. Of course, we have the first customer of Bulldog DVD sales and variety right here, the ice manager, DiGiromo, of course, who did purchase five DVDs from us not too long ago here as well. Uh, of course, a big fan of everything 1980s there from the selection that he chose, but still some great movies there nonetheless, and one TV show one TV season on DVD there as well. So like I said, if, if it was good for the Iceman, it, it would be good for you as well. And I know, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, people are doing the online thing and all that, but sometimes, you know, you need an alternative. And you know, why not Why not go for that alternative here, ladies and gentlemen, and to check us out here at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Remember, like I said, we're about two months left to go here before our big special ends here, $1 for, like I said, each and every title for for DVDs and Blu-rays, be sure to check that out here today and contact me with any questions that you might have. Remember, at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the so we cost. We got our closing team ready to go. Thank you. We, in, we take a bite out of the cost, and you can enjoy your favorite selection here indeed. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow evening, WWS Power Hour at 6 o'clock, 141-364-POUND, as we will be reviewing everything that went on in the radio network including, of course, a big-time talk about Raw, SmackDown, Clash of Champions, also our wrestling history and birthdays for tomorrow, Also, and also some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Be sure to join us there tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, uh, of course, for, for the Power Hour as well. And don't also forget Sunday morning will be another edition of WWS This Morning as we will talk about, of course, some of the things that will take place this coming week, as well as, of course, Sunday's wrestling history and birthdays and other big and other interesting items there as well. <clears throat> Revolution episode 729 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will, as always, see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. Have a terrific weekend. Have, and of course, have a terrific week coming up in next week here as well. Be sure to listen to all, listen to all of our past episodes. Be sure to check out all of our uh, all of our groups on Facebook. Anything involving WWS, please be sure to check it out here as well. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. And now here is the Iceman with our closing theme for tonight's show.
WWS Radio Network. Have a good evening and a good weekend. We'll talk at you next week. Take care.